Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one year anniversary of Jacoba Talk. On December 27th, 2020, we started Jacoba Talk. It is the one year anniversary of Jacoba Talk. If you guys been here throughout the whole ride, thank you so much. I appreciate the love and support. If you haven't already subscribed to the Spotify account already, please make sure and go ahead and do that. Follow the um, Instagram account, Jacobo Talk, and I'm also looking to set up a a brand new YouTube account just for Jacobo Talk where you can see our faces. So more to come pretty soon. But it, since it's the one year anniversary of Jacobo Talk, we have a special treat. We have a guest coming on the show today. So everyone, please welcome Azar Essane. What's up, Azar? Hey, what's good, bro? Hey, thanks for having me on. And I, I just wanna, I wanna say a thank you from everyone for for feeding the streets what they need for this past year, man. Uh, just, yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm so happy to have you on the show. You ready to get down to some business today? Oh yeah, definitely. We're gonna talk Cowboys for sure. Yeah, that is actually the first topic we're gonna start off with. We we gotta talk about that decimating performance 56 to 14 Dallas Cowboys defeated the Washington football team um I'm gonna start with you what what are your thoughts on that victory do you think it's good enough to be proven as legit Super Bowl contenders I mean no doubt I mean I think with from the from the first game that we had with the Bucks, you could you could tell we were going to so so far you know like it, it wasn't no it wasn't no slump defeat like it, it was within points when it came to the books. But here we go. In, in the first half, man, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've seen a better performance in the league this year it, that that I saw in that first half. I'm talking we, about defense. I'm talking about offense, special teams, everything, bro. That we're looking flawless. That game we put up, I think, the most points this year, 56 points. Yeah. I, I, I think that was the most any team – it was like 54, I think. But, yeah, we, we beat them with 56. They shut up the Dolphins earlier this year. Some crazy yeah. score like that. But, but no, that – and the Washington – we, we had the Washington football teams. Um, we had Jonathan Allen and De'Aaron Payne. We were beating them so bad that they just started fighting each other. I thought that was yeah, hilarious. Now that, that was real funny, yeah. No, yeah, but – my okay, so the Cowboys decimated the Washington football team 56 to 14. We already know that, but I'm gonna give you my take throughout my years of watching Dallas Cowboys football. I started when I was like six or seven years old back in 2000, 2000, 2008, 2009. This is the best this defense has looked since I started watching football. Like, this defense is really came to play. I mean, we got two defensive player of the year candidates, St. Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons. But I feel like, all, like, if you look at it from all around, like, we are the most complete team in the league. I mean, you got the wide receivers, you got the quarterback, the running back, you got two defensive player of the year candidates. If the offensive line can stay healthy, we've got that. A, f- a full and Dalton Schultz is emerging. You got Zeke and Tony Pollard in the backfield who have been emerging. Uh-huh. 
a fully healthy Cowboys team is a very dangerous one, and they are not to be messed with. No doubt. No doubt. But my only problem was in that second half, the defense was looking more opportunistic than skilled. You know what I'm saying? Like they were focusing more on turnovers instead of focusing like on the ball. Yeah. I mean, okay, like that. If you take it back to that Atlanta game, right? That mm-hmm. was a shutout. That was a shutout. You what was it? Points, but forty to three. Was that yeah, it? Yeah, if you can hold the team to a a, a field goal only, that that's a defensive win. That's a defensive win. But even though the defense played good, we you know you had that pick six from. From Tank Lawrence, first snap that Washington has is picked off by my boy Trayvon Diggs. I mean, like, yeah, we, we had the we had the flash, but that's what I'm saying. It was more opportunistic than skilled. I felt like in the second half. So you we know? we definitely gave up some big chunks, and like in that ball game, it just the Redskins were never able to capitalize on those um big chunks. Like there were definitely a good couple of them, like twenty plus yards. And the thing with Trayvon, the thing with Trayvon Diggs is, he he's gonna be sensational. The only issue is, he gives up the most yards. He gives up the most yards by any other cornerback in the league. Nah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that stat. It was like eight hundred ninety-nine yards, something like that. But he shut out Terry McLaurin twice this season. That's true. That's true. Only held him to like one catch throughout the whole entire matchup. The the issue with McCoy, um, the issue with Diggs, excuse me, is he has a tendency to get burned a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me, he's a, a sensational player, but he's not complete yet. Oh, he, Jacob, let me ask you, let me ask you real quick. Babe. Do but, you think Diggs is like a one trick pony that all he can do is grab that ball out the air? No, I I don't think so because we've seen him go. I don't think so. Um, some other people might disagree because we've seen him go go gone up with the best of the best, right? Um, but look, my point is my point is this: he's like you said he or like I said, he he shut down Terry McClellan. Like Terry McClellan couldn't do anything against him. Like in that like in that first game, he played against him. Uh, Terry McClellan he held Terry McClellan to zero catches. And Terry McLaurin is a good wide receiver. He's one of the best in the league. Look, we're we're not going to say Terry McLaurin is a scrub because he can play. Uh Yes, Trayvon Diggs has issues with covering other wide receivers. I don't think he's a one-hit pony, and I don't don't think he's going to be that throughout his entire career. What he needs to focus on, he's got the interceptions. Put down. We know he can catch. Yeah, no doubt. He's just got to work on man-to-man coverage. Yeah, I was going to – he can play zone all day. He can play zone all day, but man-on-man, I don't know, man. Yeah, because he almost got burned. He got – he actually got burned by Terry McCoy in that game yesterday, but thank God McCoy tripped and the ball was overthrown. So we got lucky on that. Yeah. But when Trayvon Diggs can fix those issues – he will go down as one of the best cornerbacks. We, the Cowboys, okay, well, no one's going to beat Deion Sanders, especially not right now. Nah, but you can put him up in that category if he just fix, fixes those issues. 
right? Because in my opinion, Deion Sanders is the best corner to ever play the game. No, no, no. You're right. Deion Sanders is the best corner to, to play the game. That's, that's I, true. I don't know if Trayvon D- Diggs is going to get to that level. He's certainly not there right now. As he, long as he doesn't have any major injuries, bro, I feel like he could get there in two to three years. The, the huge difference is Deion, Deion Sanders was just shutting down wide receivers, the likes of the likes of Jerry Rice, um, the likes of Jerry Rice, Michael uh, Michael Irving a, a couple of times when he was on San Fran in Atlanta, uh, Michael Irving, um, Randy Moss. You know, he just he was just in the lead yeah, corner. Era, yeah. yeah, he held it down for that era. I don't and think Trayvon Diggs. I don't think we've seen something like him. Oh, I don't think we've seen a player like Diggs since the Will Revis. Yeah. But the only issue is it's the main-to-main coverage, and he's definitely got to work, work on that. And he'll definitely be one of the more elite quarterback cornerbacks. And you can put up – and then you can start putting him up in that league with, like, the likes of Jalen Ramsey and Jahir Alexander, Marlon Humphrey, you know, guys like that. Not so I wanna talk about Micah, bro. I wanna talk about Micah. We're gonna get that down to that in a bit. I'll bet. So we gotta discuss who, well, let's switch focus here. We're gonna go to the AFC side of things and then we'll get back to the NFC. I, I who did so obviously Kansas City started off with a slow start at the beginning of the season. They were like horrible. Oh, the defense was ranked last in like every stat at one point. In the first four weeks of the season, but come midseason, they'll playing like the Super Bowl contenders again, and the the number one seed in the AFC. Now I said this myself at the beginning of the season, and boy was I dead wrong. I said I didn't even know if the Chiefs were even going to make the playoffs if that defense was not fixed, and boy was it fixed. So. The question I'm going to ask you, and I already got my answer, but I want to – who do you think is going to be the biggest threat to the Kansas City Chiefs? Like, do you, do you have the Chiefs now going back to the Super Bowl? I don't know, man. I, I've, we've seen Mahomes in a slump, and we've seen Mahomes shut out. But I don't know. He's, he's still, you know, he always finds a way to pull it out of thin air. It seems, you know, he, he's always got them them trick plays and everything that ends up making it work for them. So, yeah, I think you could see him in the Super Bowl again. But the biggest threat in the AFC, I, I think you got to you got to look at New England because even though they lost to Buffalo, just the coaching man alone, the coaching alone, you know, they could definitely make it to. the Super Yeah. Bowl again. And you, you know how, like, we never doubt Tom Brady in a situation. Yeah. I guess you can say the same thing about Mahomes because I made the mistake of downing Patrick Mahomes. Not for real. And that, he that's the thing t- this year, bro. There's so many skilled quarterbacks. Like it's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. you look QBs like Aaron, A Rod, Tom Brady, um, yeah. Lamar Jackson when he's healthy. You know the upper echelon of quarterbacks. So yeah, you yeah, think the Patriots? Here's where yeah. it gets interesting. The Colts have been a, a bit on a tail lately. Damn. They're the, I had a feeling. Bro. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, let's, 
So they're first in the league in take in takeaways. Excuse me. Behind they're first in the league in takeaways, and then the Cowboys are second. They've got a top three running back in Jonathan Taylor, who could win Offensive Player of the Year. Maybe even MVP, but I don't know about that. But definitely in contention for Offensive Player of the Year. And you got a, one of the best offensive lines in the league in the Colts. And the Colts are on a three-game winning streak, and two of those wins came from being the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. That's true. And I, and I said this last year. Carson Wentz isn't a bad quarterback. If he just has a white, if he's in the right system, and if he has the right team around him, like he does now, he can, he can do some damage. Nah, he's a good, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, bro. Like that, I think people be forgetting. Yeah, in 2017, when he took the Eagles all the way to the first seed before he got injured, he was putting up numbers yeah. we've never see, seen before. Yeah. And then after that, he just. You know, didn't have the right team, right team, and the right coaching because he had tr- troubles with um, or he had an issue with Doug Peterson. Even though they won a Super Bowl, he still had issues and didn't like him. You know, he wanted to start Jalen Hurts, he didn't want to start Wentz. Blah blah blah. So I said, put Wentz in the right system and put the right team around him. He he he, he's gonna do some damage, and he's proving that right now. I I like your take. With the Patriots, because the Patriots have proven they were four and four at the beginning of the season, and then after that, they won like five, five or six straight, four, something like that, four straight, something. So I would say, yeah, the Patriots, it, Patriots and Colts. I would say the Patriots are a bigger threat because of Bill Belichick. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's got that. Game down to a science, bro. Like he's got it cracked. So I mean, he can, put Bill Belichick anywhere, and he could he, he could pull a rabbit out of the hat, you know. I mean, can you name like any other players on that team besides Matt, Matthew Judon and Mac Jones? Uh, let's see. Nah, Not really anyone. It's it's Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's that, he's the star, bro. And I'm not gonna discredit Mac Jones. He's having yeah, a Mac, good. Mac Jones got it going. Mac Jones got it going. He's definitely the best rookie quarterback this yeah. this year because, you know. And, and Damian Harris can put up some yards too, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a good running back too. But that's the thing. Damian Harris is not a top-tier running back. He's a good player and a good athlete, but yeah, he's like not yeah. like a top-tier athlete. So, oh, excuse not me, not a top-tier running back. I'm sorry. So. Yeah. You you think you think it's gonna be the Patriots are gonna be the biggest threat? Yeah, but if you asking me who do I want from the AFC, I'm gonna give you a different answer. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the Bills, bro. That's like my second favorite team. Like them Bills be going crazy. I think Josh Allen's got some work. I think whenever uh, Beasley gets healthy, that boy goes crazy. You know, Diggs goes crazy. Like that team's pretty stacked too, and the defense last night against the Patriots, the Patriots, bro. Yeah, that's that shows that they're a threat, bro. Well, they've been know. they've been struggling lately, but they recently yeah. had a really good bounce back win against New England. Now yeah, let's move over to that. Now let's move over to the NFC side of things. Okay, bet. 
and then we're gonna get back to the Cal Parsons before the end of the show. They stuff like that. Who do you? Because Green Bay is the number one seed right now. Who do you believe is gonna be the biggest threat? The Green Bay. That yeah, do you think they can be toppled for that number one seed? Okay, I think honestly, bro, it like how how this will realistically play out. I think if we win Arizona and the Eagles game, we get home field advantage, right? If if Green Bay loses one of those games to Minnesota or Detroit, because Dallas has the better division and conference record, so even if we finish up with the same record, it's gonna it's gonna come down to who has the bigger who has the better division and conference record, and that's the Cowboys. So if the Cowboys can win the next two games, and if Green Bay loses at least one of those games. We we will get the number one seed, but we got a big opponent in the Arizona Cardinals who, even though they're all in That's a slouch. Like, hey, I was just going to ask, yo, what you think of the Cardinals, man? Injury, I mean, are they, are they seriously a threat, a serious threat anymore to be dealt with? Because they've lost three in a row, I believe, is it? They start off the season like 9-10-0, no, 8-0, and something no. like that. Yeah. And they've lost. Nah, they were undefeated for a while, yeah. Like, they were taking over the league. We all thought that they were going to be serious threats. But now they've lost DeAndre Hopkins. They've lost J.J. Watt. And now we don't even know if we can consider them threats. The Rams are on top of that division right now because Arizona lost to Indy on Christmas night. What a game, bro. That now, was a game. That was a good game, but do do you still consider? Let me ask you this: Do you do you still consider Arizona to be top threats in the NFC? Nah, man, not not with the roster they got right now. Not with the starting lineup they got right now. I mean, Ky- Wait, what's good? Well, I was gonna say because Kyler Murray can't do everything, right? Yeah, nah, like I don't know, man. I think I think. It's just the case of uh, calling it too soon with with Arizona. You know, if if you're gonna lose to Detroit, then I I don't know. Like that, <laughs> I have nothing left to say. I don't know, bro. I totally forgot about how they lost to Detroit. Yeah, if you're gonna lose to Detroit, we don't even know if you can, we can consider you. I mean, they're in the playoffs, so they're obviously playoff contenders. But yeah, we we I don't, don't know. Take you seriously. I mean, exactly. Now those. We still shouldn't take them lightly, obviously, because yeah, they're a pro team. I mean, that watch Detroit beat Minnesota. Oh, they beat Minnesota and Arizona. Excuse me. So that just goes to show you, no matter what the record is, you still can't take any team lightly. So no, I, I agree. The Cowboys are obviously not gonna do that. They're uh-huh. Arizona, but it's still gonna be a huge. It's gonna be a huge game. Probably, probably one of the biggest games of the year. Not definitely. I think that at, at the start of the season, this game and the Chiefs game were the two games I was looking the most forward to. The, so the Chiefs game so far has been the most important game of our season, and we lost. Now this upcoming game against Arizona is going to be the most important. Because no, if we lose, we're not going to get that number one seed. 
I'm just gonna say that right now. Actually, if Green Bay wins their game against Minnesota on Sunday and we lose to Arizona, they they lock up the number one seed, I believe. Arizona, man. So you're picking it. So you're picking Arizona this Sunday. I mean nah. Dallas. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dallas for sure, bro. For sure. If if our defense plays like they've been playing the past couple games and don't let up in in the you know later quarters and all that, I, I think I think Arizona will be easy, bro. Light work. You think so? And, and, and Dak's out of that slump, bro. I don't want to speak too you know spoke say I spoke too soon or nothing, but. Yeah, I think Dak's out of that slump. The way he was throwing last night, the way them boys were running, bro. I mean, my only problem is I, I think Zeke should have taken this time to heal. I'm glad they, they kept him in, I guess, you know, so that he could have kept going, so they ha- had some presence on the field. But when's the last time he had a, an, a game over 100 yards, bro? Exactly. It's, it's, been, it's been a while, so I still don't think Zeke's like 100% back. They should rest him. Like yeah, I said, that I said. So Tyron Smith is currently injured at the moment. Just rest him into the playoffs. And I said this before. Maybe play Zeke, play Zeke against Arizona, and then just rest him after that against the Eagles. Yeah. Especially if we're well, we're gonna have to win the next two games if we want a chance at the number one seed. Because I'm gonna tell you this. I I said this in my last podcast. If we have to go to Green Bay in the NFC champ in the NFC Championship game, and they've had our number over the past couple of seasons, it's not going to be fun. However, we're, we're discrediting Tom Brady because we still got Tom Brady in that conference, and you you, you, you you just can't doubt Brady. Yeah, definitely. But also, man, let's let's see, bro. I don't know, Brady. I feel like Brady. I mean, just seeing him so shook with that one game, it was against the Saints, right? 9-0, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That just shows when he when he faces a decent defense, you know, the wheels fall off, especially because he doesn't have those, you know, star receivers and stuff like that. I Chris mean, Godwin's out for the season and Mike Evans, but he put up an excellent performance yesterday, game, yesterday against true. Carolina. I'm just not going to doubt Tom Brady in the playoffs. That's just one thing. So let's say if we have to face Tom Brady in the divisional round, that's not going to be like, even though we have proven we can hang with them, like we lost on the game-winning field goal earlier in the season. Even though we've proven we can hang with them, we we still can't doubt. We, we It's not going to be easy at all whatsoever. Not, not for sure, bro. It's, it's going to be a challenge. If it's Brady, if it's Rodgers, bro. I hate Aaron Rodgers almost as much as I hate Tom Brady, but I don't know, man. Don't don't we all hate? Don't we all not like Aaron Rodgers, especially Cowboys yeah. fans or even no, Bears no. fans? Actually, I think Bears fans hate him the most. Yeah, <laughs> but I I think the three. It's getting look. No one from the. I don't think anyone from the wild card, like from those five, six, and seven slots, nah, are yeah. making the Super Bowl. I think the biggest threats. Are the division leaders, uh-huh. which is the Rams, the Packers, uh-huh. Bucks, and Cowboys. Yeah, Cardinals. I think if we beat them, that's it for them. Like, well, they'll end the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, realistically speaking, bro, if, if they take another L, like that's it for them. Like, 
I don't know how they can build momentum like they did at the beginning of the season, you know? They, they So if LA wins and Arizona loses, LA clinches the division. Mm. So, yeah, they won't even get a home game. And they would probably, right now, if the playoffs ended, they would have to play Tampa Bay. And I'm taking Tampa Bay all day. So Right now, we're, our first game would be against the Eagles right now, right? Correct. Yeah, because they're the seventh spot. Yeah, that's going to be easy if, if it ends up playing out like that. I mean, if it ends up playing in our favor. I mean, again, we still can't take the Eagles lightly because they've been playing some good football. Yeah. But it's a game we should win, right? And we still got one game against them after this uh, Arizona game. So we'll, we'll see how, they, how they've been playing. You know it's hard to beat a team twice, let alone three times. No, nah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I think I would rather play San Francisco than oh, Philly. Oh, I forgot about San Francisco, bro. Dude, because... I mean, they're decent, too. Yeah. But... I know. I feel like Philly would be a t- tougher out. So we've all agreed that. that I look. All, all unbiased aside, I said this in the last show. I'm gonna do it again. I think the Cowboys are the most complete team to dethrone Aaron Rodgers. But when they are healthy, yeah. And we'll see how that turns out. Um, final. We are coming up on the last five minutes of the show. Final thoughts about Michael Parsons. Do you think he can get Defensive Player of the Year? I think he could get Defensive Player of the Year. But I think if Diggs gets, like, two more interceptions in the normal season, I think he's going to jump up to at least the third spot. Because I know he's, like, fourth or something right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I have the odds right here. You got Gary at at plus 250, and then Michael Parsons Uh is second at 350. And then Trayvon Diggs is – he's in the top five at plus 1,200. So he definitely has a shot, but Myers yeah. Garrett is still currently the favorite to win that yeah. award. And we were talking before the show, we wouldn't be mad if Garrett got it because he's put in the work. No, he deserves it. He absolutely yeah. deserves it. Not for real. But, but Parsons is winning. Bro. He's winning Defensive Rookie of the Year. That he's all you got the name on the trophy. Yeah. But Defensive but. Player of the Year, I think he has a really good shot. I really do. <laughs> Is he gonna yeah. win it? I, I don't know because he still got so many great, great players on this list. He's had a better season that, than Aaron Donald, so let's just say Aaron Donald's not gonna get get it. Yeah, it's gonna come down between Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, and Michael Parsons. He's favored over T.J. Watt because T.J. Watt has missed the last couple of games when Michael Parsons hasn't, and Parsons has got thirteen sacks. My God, I've heard of. And the stats that he's playing up right now is almost comparable to Lawrence Taylor's rookie season. Not for real. And he's a jack of all trades. He can do anything, bro. Yeah, exactly. So, and the last player to win defensive rookie of the year and defensive player of the year in the same year was Man. Lawrence Taylor. Man. And Micah Parsons. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I have to look that up for later. But Michael Parsons definitely has a really good shot of winning this award. I think it was in. Sure, let me see. Eighty-one. Nineteen eighty-one was it? 
Okay, so as as it's been done in like thirty years. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, excuse me, like forty years. I'm sorry, forty years. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, forty years. All right, well, that's any. We're down to two minutes. Any final input before the show ends? Thank you, I appreciate that. So, I'm really proud of you, and uh, yeah, thank you just from everyone, everyone that listens to the show, thank thank you, bro. Well, I loved having you on the show, and don't forget, he hasn't skipped, well, you guys have a new album dropping soon, right? Oh, yeah, 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 Nita's got some stuff dropping, just, just, yeah, keep your ears open, keep your eyes open, put a vest on, be careful, It's, it's not safe out. But yeah, yeah, you'll you, you get what's coming to you. All right, so go if you haven't checked out Skip Flip on Spotify, make sure to go do that right now. As well, thank S-K-P-F-L-P. you so much. Say it again. SKPFLP. You heard the man go follow the park, uh, the album on Spotify. But that's going to be it for the rest of the show. As all well, again, thank you so much for coming on. And we'll see you guys soon. Take care, everybody. <laughs>